0: Are you a fan of zombies, magic, dark comedy, and government conspiracies? Then you'll enjoy the new serial podcast, Dead Serious Memoirs of an Undead Loser. Created by writer Travis Diffenderfer, Dead Serious unfolds a tale of witchcraft, the undead, and the secrets behind the end of the world through the recovered audio journals of the last known survivors of the zombie apocalypse. Season 1 is available now on Anchor and Apple Podcasts. Binge the whole thing at once and have your brains tantalized before they're devoured. For more information, go to www.deadseriouspod.com. Dead Serious. Memoirs of an Undead Loser. Spread the word. The Undead Army needs you. Hey everybody, Uh, this is Mike. So, at the time that we uploaded these episodes for air, it was a couple weeks ago, and I am currently out of town on a camping trip. So, not wanting to fail to acknowledge everything that's happened in the last couple days, as most of you have probably heard by now, there was another mass shooting, this one in Dayton, Ohio, which is where I live. That's where this show is based out of and we want to send all of the love and support we can right now to those affected by this tragedy. Um, it's not really, doesn't really mean much at this point. Uh, love and support can only go so far, but it is important that if you are someone or you know someone who was affected by this, that if anybody needs to seek uh, counseling or it's just any kind of assistance at all, uh, to go to the Dayton city website, there's all kinds of information there. Um, and most of the most of the local news sources have it posted as well so make sure you check that out um, but again my my heart is absolutely broken right now. this is my home this happened at a bar that I frequent that my friends work at that my friends were at that night that my brother lives above and uh, this is all just it's all very shocking so Uh, We're still going to be releasing all these episodes today, but in the meantime, I just wanted to share my thoughts with all of you. Thank you all for listening, and again, if you need any help or assistance, please don't be afraid to reach out. Hey guys, this is Mike Shea and I want to talk to you about Anchor. Yes, Anchor is the brand new free way for you to get your podcast career off and running without any cost to you. Simply download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast to give you everything you need in one place for free. You can use it right from your phone or your computer. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds magnifique without having to worry about about all the costly setup. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of that. And you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. They set you up with awesome sponsors. All you gotta do is record a script, kind of like what I'm doing now, throw it onto your show, and start making money. Once again, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get your podcast career off and running right now. Just do it already. Grab a drink, pull up a chair, and settle in, because you're in The Basement Lounge. Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of The Basement Lounge. My name is Mike Shea and I will be your host here at The Basement Lounge. This is the cool, chill, relaxed, laid-back talk show you guys have come to know and love from me in its new home under a new name with new guests and maybe some returning old guests. You never know what could happen. But we are here. This show is going to drop every Friday morning with a special guest. We're going to sit down talk for an hour, play some games, do some rapid fire questions, all that good stuff. And we've also got a lot of other cool shows for you on this channel. And uh, since today is premiere day, you guys can check out every single show that this channel has to offer. All at once today. So once you're done listening to The Basement Lounge, uh, go listen to Mike Talks Movies and check out my review of The Lion King. You can also check out the monthly movie Meltdown. That's a monthly Monday show that myself and Travis Diffenderford, the producer of this show, uh, we sit down and just break down all the big movie news of the previous month. You can also check out my Schmodown recap where I recap all of the previous week's uh, Schmodown matches from the movie trivia Schmodown. And you can check out my new show, Throw One Back. That's a show where I bring on a guest who uh, may or may not have a forte in the world of alcohol. And we try one of their favorite cocktails. We try a brand new cocktail that neither of us have ever had before on the show. And we kind of just talk about... Uh, uh, the the world of drinking and, and the things, good or bad, that have come from uh, parties or a night at the bar or what have you. And uh, that's up right now with Haley J. Madison, uh you guys will know from the Murder and Such podcast, or if you're a fan of Ned Peppers or the Hole in the Wall bar downtown Dayton, So check out all those shows here on the channel. And of course, remember to uh, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys leave us a rating and a review or a like or a favorite or a star or whatever. And stick with us. We got a lot of cool programming in the pipeline. Some new ideas getting floated around every single day. And we're going to work hard to bring you the best stuff that we can. In the meantime, let's not waste a whole lot of it. Let's just, uh, you know, get right into it, guys. We are going to go into my interview. Now, this is a new friend. It's her first time on the show. Uh, This is someone who I met at the uh, first round of the 2019 Wiley's Fireworks Comedy Competition. We competed on the same night together, and uh, she is an absolute delight. We became fast friends overnight And my conversation with this person is just so much fun. She has become such a bright, fresh light and a warm personality uh, in my life. And she is wonderful and fun to talk to. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, Sit back and relax and grab a drink because this is my conversation with the comedian, wonderful person, Miss Jody McDermott here in the basement lounge. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of The Basement Lounge. We are hanging out here in The Basement Lounge, which is a couch and a microphone in my mom's basement. And we're here with the first guest on this new show, and it's her first time sitting on any podcast with me, first time we're getting to know each other. It is the funny and lovely Jody McDermott.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Hi, Jody. How's it going?
1: Doing well. How are you?
0: Good. Good to have you on.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: We uh we met recently. We met at the first round of the Wiley's fireworks competition here. We were on the same night. Yeah. That was a fun night.
1: You know, that was a really fun night. Um, I I feel like I didn't I didn't go expecting to win. Mm-hmm. I feel like I won because I went and showed up and I made some people laugh. Right. You know, I, that, that's the big thing that, you know, that's the big payoff. I, I am so happy for the people that won and I, you know, just going to Wiley's, um, and being around so many people who have, I, I, I feel like it's, it's night classes on Sunday nights (laughs) because I'm learning so much from everybody about comedy. And I, you know, I'm so happy the people who won and, and were in the finals, just, it was so deserving. Um, but it was, it was just fun to be there. And it's, you know, I think comedy. And I'm sure you know you you're a much you're a seasoned comedian. I'm, sure. I'm real new to the game, but it's like comedy is very subjective. Yeah. And when I got into it, I thought, well, do people do people just think I'm funny because they know me and they know the dysfunctional sitcom that is my life, right. or? Am, is it people who don't know me that will laugh at my jokes yeah. and going there the first time? I mean, it, it's kind of a high when you you know you think, okay, I've written this joke, I you know I've played all the living rooms in Lima, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. think I'm funny because they know me. Um, <laughs> but to for, to get up and and just bare your soul on stage to people that don't know you and have them laugh, mm-hmm. that is quite the feeling.
0: Oh, it's it's it is it's unreal. I I got my first taste of it at 16, and it was just you know people to you should try this you should try this thing and, and at 16 I'm like well if they say I'm good at it I must be um I, I got spoiled in that my first show ever actually went well I had to learn how to bomb later um, <laughs> but it's that it is it's a high like I'm not yeah. I'm not an adrenaline junkie but when people talk about a runner's high I, th- I feel like I get it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah totally because I you know and it's and I'm 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 very late to the game you mm. know like I'm I could be your mother. Um, I yeah, you're I'm, you are I'm now older. my you're now
0: my mom's new favorite favorite <laughs> that's, comic. We, that's we, good. We, we when 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 Jody came into the house, we we were at the, my mom my mom was at the fireworks competition, and she she's been raving about you since that night. Aww. She thought you were great. And well, then, that's sweet. And you, 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 but Jody says to my mom, "Oh, you don't look old enough to be his mom." And mom was just like, "Thank you." <laughs> um, it's just yeah. So you're my mom's new. Sorry, mm-hmm. Je- it was Jesse Nutt. Sorry, Jesse. Uh, you've been replaced. Well, but uh, sorry, Jesse. <laughs> sorry, not sorry.
1: <laughs> we can bond over our uteruses. That's true. Just...
0: <laughs> so you say so you're you're new to the game. First of all, I will say I, I wouldn't say you're late to the game. I don't think there's really well, a, a there's it's not like it's there's not like there's a set age right, you're supposed to right, start.
1: But I, you know, it's like I well, okay, I'm closer to death than birth. Okay, okay, we'll put it that way. <laughs> I don't know. Medical technology's okay, come well, a long way. But. Well, you know, just saying I. I'll, I'll be 50 in December. Okay. So, you know, the statistically I'm closer to death, sure. <laughs> Just, you know, not to make it dark, but I am. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I, like I said, you know, my friends have, I've, I've always had kind of a warped sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course I think I'm funny, but, sure. um, and my <laughs> friends, my friends take me along for comedic relief and, you know, um, but, uh, lap. The way the way I got started was um, my husband is a firefighter. Oh, and yeah. So last actually it was a year ago this month. Um, my, my best friend, um, in our relationship. Oh, and you'll learn. Let me, let me take a time out. I, uh, have no segues in my conversation. No, so by all means, you'll notice that we'll hop around like we're on a pogo stick, you know, <laughs> makes
0: my job so infinitely easier. It's fine. Hang on. Um,
1: <laughs> and I back up a lot cause you feel, I feel like you need to know the backstory to know the what's going on. But, um, we're so my, you know, <laughs> this shit, folks. The, we, we are, I've got the aid on the back of my head, like Marcellus and you know, it's going to be all good. Um, my best friend, uh, she, I am a Sunday person and she's like, we're doing this next Tuesday at four o'clock. Okay. So um, over a couple glasses of wine last year, she said, um, you know what? We're going to put together a fundraiser for the ladies auxiliary and you're going to get up and do stand up. Oh. I'm like, OK, whatever. Sure. This is. And so then like the next week, she's like, all right, we've got this on the schedule. You're going to do some stand up. And I thought. Oh shit (laughs) Uh, So um, I got to open um, They did get a a comedian I don't know if you're familiar with Sal Um, D'Amelio I know the name Okay. So I got to open for him
2: Oh Yes
1: and so I actually did uh, I did 20 minutes of jokes What And when I met him He's like oh so have you done this before And I said nope this is my first night And he's like oh that's great and then after I, we were all done for the night, he's like, you know, I was really uh, expecting a train wreck, but yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't bad. So, you know, well, there you so go. there was that. And so it was, you know, it's kind of exciting to hear uh, somebody who is an actual comedian say, hey, you didn't do so bad. Um, yeah. And then a few months ago. Uh, we had another fire department. Uh, every year, the Lima Fire Department does a uh, a community fundraiser where they have um, oh they've got a silent auction, they've got fifty uh, fifty drawings. What they do, they they raise money for all the community um, the causes, and then they take all of the money and they they divvy it up um, toward the need in our community. And so they decided to do stand up, and there's um, there's a comedian named Steve Lind. I think his first name is Steve but um I got to open for him. Okay. And he's been on Comedy Central and so met him and you know got some nice uh, feedback from him. And so um But back to last year, see, this is where I do the segue. Um, I read this book called Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And I don't know if you know who Shonda Rhimes
0: Uh, is. I'm familiar with Shonda Rhimes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So she, this book, I, and I would recommend it to anybody. It's a great book. It's the, basically the story is, um, you know, as she came up and, and, uh, got more recognized, she, she had all of these great, um. Invitations to do things, but she was a single mother, and she she always Mm. turned it down. And her sister, you know, she was telling her sister, "Hey, I've been invited to do this and go here." And her sister said, "Well, but you always say no." And she thought about that, and she said, "Okay, anything that comes my way for the next year, I'm going to do it. Anything Mm. that's out of my my box, anything that's out of my comfort zone, there you go." And so I thought, you know, this is just it's just such a great read. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put myself out there a little bit because I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, when you, when you can use laughter as a shield, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think it, it's, it's a defense mechanism kind of, I mean, it, it's, it's fun to make people laugh, but it also, you know, kind of takes the pressure off of,
2: yeah
1: of you. But on the opposite side of that, it is, a little terrifying to be up on a stage with a microphone and everybody looking at you. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's very vulnerable, <laughs> and um, I, it's it's terrifying and public spe- I public speaking is very hard for me because I feel like you know your tongue grows twelve sizes and you, you trip <laughs> over it and it's it's hard. Um, and I I find myself um relying a lot on the note cards. I need to learn to put them down. Oh, but, I know, but it's a crutch, yeah. and so I—that's one of the things. You know, I've been—I've only been doing open mics since um, January was my first one. Oh, wow! And so, um, you know, I'm—I'm I'm doing baby steps, but it's—it's it's really fun. Um, I love writing jokes. Mm. I love—it's—it's um, it's just really fun. When really
0: fun. when you did the fireworks competition, was that your first time at Wiley's? No, no, no I okay. no
1: the I've all the all of the open mics I've done have been at Wiley's.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. See, I I always and I feel like this comes up a lot, especially on this show. Um, where when I started, I was you know down south, South Carolina. There were no comedy clubs. There weren't even really oh op- There wasn't a comedy scene mm-hmm. at all. You know, it was I would go to a coffee shop and say, "Hey, I do stand up. I want to put on a show here." They look at me like I'm high, and I would just go find people to do it and over time like now the comedy scene's pretty booming but again no there was no comedy clubs there. So when I got up here and heard that there's a com- a comedy club that does a locals night on Sundays, mm-hmm. I, I I put it up on this massive pedestal. And so whenever I hear people go, yeah, my first time was at Wiley's, I kind of get in this air of like, how How dare you? How well, dare you? you- be- well,
1: and I'll tell you how, because <laughs> I thought, all right, you know what? If I'm going to try this again, yeah, then I need to find some place to go. And yeah. so, you know, I just gave it a Google, and it's like, "Where's where are open nikes around around me? Because Lima, yeah. um, we just, I, I, I'm hoping that there's there's going to be, there will be more opportunities in Lima for me. Yeah. Um, I am gonna, I've got something going on this weekend in right. town. Um, but, uh, you know, so I was just great to have, it it was awesome to have an opportunity to, to get there. So it was just, you know, just doing some research, um, and finding, finding Wiley's and then being yeah. given the chance and, um, yeah,
0: no, I mean, I get it. It's it's one of those yeah. like you know when I when we moved down south, having the beach there all the time, you, you suddenly after a while you're like oh we're going to the beach again who cares because you're there all the time. So when I get here it's like oh wow it's been great living near the beach and I'm just like, eh, you know, yeah it, it jades you a little bit and so what? so when you when you there's people up here who have that access regularly I can get why it doesn't seem like as big a deal to them. For me though it was just one of those yeah you guys don't know how lucky you are <laughs>
1: yeah but i just i wish um i'm hoping that some because we there is uh, there's some com- there's some comedy around lima and i'm i'm gonna try to dig it out yeah i am
0: you gonna go mine. gonna go digging that mine
1: i'm gonna try yeah i'm gonna try so but it's you know we've got some funny people in town we just had um we've got a coffee shop um the meeting place on Market Street.
0: Is that what it's called? Uh, it's called place. the Meeting Place on Market. I love that it, so much. Yep, <laughs> and
1: it's it. Ugh, and it, you'd love everything about it. Great coffee. <laughs> the owners are great. Um, I belong to a writers group, and we meet there on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's really fun. But uh, they opened it up, and we had a. a um, an open mic night, and then um, they let me headline, so it was really fun. Oh, and uh, yeah, so so it was it was good. We had some good people come out. So you headline,
0: so lines, you did seven instead of five. Okay. Um, I did
1: <laughs> no, I did like twenty.
0: Did you really twenty five minutes? Yeah. Wow, well, so. good for you.
1: A lot of dysfunction happening in this body, so you know you don't, can't make it up.
0: Well, you talk you talk about you know when you're up there and, and you're holding the microphone and you know it can it can bring a lot of you. I'll tell you, people say that time travel is not possible. They've never done public speaking because five minutes can either go on <gasps> forever oh. or it can be over in this in, in but, a breath.
1: Do you find though <laughs> that you? That you can't remember what happened between the time that they say coming to the stage is Mike Shea, I remember, and then it. you're like, "Thanks, I'm Mike Shea, bye." And then it's like, "What did I say up there?"
0: Nothing. Yeah, I have no. I was just at Wiley's on Sunday. I have no recollection of what went. Is that happened. crazy? It, it's insane. I don't get when I finally got the video from fireworks. I was like, I don't remember doing that. You, I, know. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I don't remember talking to that lady, yeah. but I did. All
1: I right. know, and you were awesome. Oh, I loved, it. I loved all your jokes. They were so it. good. Thank you. They were good.
0: I uh, I took I took because I wrote two sets. I was like, because <laughs> this, this is my first time doing this competition. I don't usually do competitions because I'm a chicken shit, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna write two sets, one for round one, and then I'll write a whole. I have a whole new set for when uh, for when I get up at the finals because I'm totally gonna make it.
2: To the well, finals. yeah.
0: Um, I did not. Uh, and so I, the set that I was gonna do for the finals, I took the Wileys on Sunday. Shit, I'm glad I didn't make it to the finals.
1: Aww. <laughs> didn't, didn't.
0: like it was stuff that I've done before, but it was just like, all right, this this combination didn't work. All right. Yeah, <laughs> it, what,
1: but you know what? It's like I, I, as somebody on Facebook said, you know, I didn't, I didn't win. I all right, and you can cut this out. I'll give um you sure. It was Mike Wells, and he on I love Facebook. Mike Wells. I do too. He's, he's my, hysterical. He's
0: my favorite comedian. Jaden. Yeah. I love all of you. I really yeah, do. But he, Mike Wells is my and favorite. And he said
1: he's like, "Oh well, you know, I didn't. I, I, I forget what the f- comment was, but he's like, I, you know, I didn't win. I, I've got to try to do better. Yeah. But you know what? We all won because we got laughs. Right. You know, so we won by getting up on the stage.
0: Like, like you know? anybody who goes up on that stage. Uh, for fireworks I feel like and puts in 50% energy is going to have a great night because it's such a room built for Laughing, everyone but, who's there wants to laugh their asses off, and
1: it's fun. I mean, it was really fun. It was. I I just oh, wanted man. to go for the experience.
0: Even just sitting in the back with the other comics, mm-hmm. and you know, because we all got pushed to the back against the wall. Well, yeah, and because uh, you know we got to make room for the. Well, it was like a hundred and it was. The room was packed.
1: It was. I know they
0: said that our the night you and I went up was the was the most they had had the whole the whole weekend. That's awesome. We were we were the second show on Saturday. I had like 120 reservations.
1: One like six how many was it? Like 70 of them were Dusty. Yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. that son of a bitch. I, I love know. I love Dusty so I much. Do too. I, I think he's one of the, and, and it was
0: one of those where when he went up it was like he got to go up there because he got half the room in here to come with him. He was funny as shit, but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. But it was yeah, he, he oh man, like when I when they're like when they picked they said Mike Wells, Tony Fox, Dusty Harvey. I was like, "Yeah, no, that makes sense." I get it. Those Tony was so. All they fun. were all, f- oh, man. Yeah,
1: they were awesome.
0: And uh, I, I didn't go to any of the, any of the other shows, and I wish I had. I wish I had been able to. But uh, from what I hear, our our night was the best. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, well, look, I mean, we were there. Well, can't, yeah, can't all be a coincidence.
1: That's right.
0: So you are. <laughs> you've been spending. So you spent a lot of time at Wiley's. I
1: I tried to. I li- yeah. yeah, I'd like to go more and just, you know, just watch. see more comedians and watch. Yeah. And yeah,
0: I think it's, you know, and I've, <laughs> I've been to a fair amount of comedy clubs now and just just have after moving up here between, you know, there's Go Bananas in Cincinnati and there's the Funny Bone here in Dayton. There's there's Jokers over in Indianapolis. There's I forget the name of the one in Chicago, um, but I, I have such a good time at God. Wiley's.
1: I do too. I I you know, it's close. I'm glad, but that that's my favorite date with, you know, if my husband takes me out somewhere He's like, "Hey, what do you want to do? Let's go find some let's go find a comedy club." I have always I've loved stand-up comedy since. It's funny
0: you say that. Ugh. I I my friend Chelsea and her husband are are living in town just for a brief they're they're in the process of moving to Michigan. They're staying here in town for a few weeks. And we, they were at the show this past Sunday at Wiley's, and they were saying, yeah, anytime we've got a date night, we're always going to comedy shows. And I was just kind of like,
1: Because it's so, wow. I mean, it's fun to go and laugh, you yeah. know, especially if it's something that, you know, is relatable to whatever. But right. It, you yeah. know, it's just fun to just have a few drinks and just laugh because, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let the
0: world out. It's, it's one of those things where you, because, you know... You, uh, I'm so used to going to open mics and everybody being there, being a comic or somebody who is with one of the comics. So to find out, it's, just, it's still, even after after 14 years, shocks me that there's people who enjoy going to comedy clubs just for the comedy, not because oh, yeah. they're there to support somebody. Just to go. Just oh, yeah. Just to go. And I'm, I'm always thrilled and shocked to hear that. Oh, my
1: God. You can't. I... Yeah don't take away the laughter you gotta i oh, mean you yeah. have to have that that's that is a guaranteed good time
0: so whenever i hear it, whenever i've pitched shows to, to other venues they're like hey, we don't really do comedy here i'm like oh so you you, you hate happiness <sighs> mm, exactly you hate, you hate you hate joy is that what it is that's right <laughs> every time
1: you deny comedy a puppy dies exactly that's what happens. Oh, I, like I know don't kill the puppies
0: <laughs> seriously guys that's right. For every for every show you do not book, we shall strangle. No, I'm not going to say that. That's fine. So with, it's not
1: that kind of a basement. It's Not that kind of a
0: basement. No, even though there's 70s wood paneling on the walls. It's and, all right. And uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it's all right. So your particular style is very much you. Was and, and I, I say that, and you're, you're nodding your head like no shit. Yeah, that's um, me. <laughs> I see because I, I see a lot of new people. You know, every time you do a Wiley's Sunday, there's always at least one person that's brand stinking new, and you can always tell when they're trying to mimic somebody when they're trying to follow a formula they that they read in, in Judy Gold's Comedy Bible or something like that. Um, you, however, from what I've seen, I've seen you once, but just from that one five minute set. It's very genuinely you. It, yeah. Where does where does that where does that inspiration come from? Where does this, where does where does it all come from inside? Jody?
1: Well, d-
0: how does Jody write a joke?
1: It's I CG look
0: podcast Jody's jokes. Jody's jokes, right? Yeah.
1: I I look at what's happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know for ex- for example, um. I, uh, <laughs> I'm in the beautiful, beautiful part of my life right now that, um, I am, a, I'm more sweaty than I've ever been in my life because my hormones are changing
2: <laughs> oh, <no>. oh, <laughs> I'm in beautiful
1: menopause. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like, uh, well, here's, here's a joke that I was just, just writing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and it's a true, the thing about all of the, all of my jokes are, they are true. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't really made anything up. Um, I came home from work the other night and my husband's like, Hey, I bought you a present. And I went upstairs to our bedroom and he bought a box fan to go under our air conditioning unit because he knows when mom is cold. Mm -hmm. Daddy's happy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, (laughs) so he's like, hey, I'm going to crank this up to 11 and I'll be back in five minutes. And, uh, you know, because it's like that's that's what my life is right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, it's just life is messy, but it's funny. You know, it's funny, you know, because if you if you can't laugh at your life, you're going to cry about it.
0: You're talking to a guy who did five minutes of jokes about how single and and not well in doubt he is so trust well,
1: me well <laughs> you're coming from you're look talking to captain a cup over here so you know i'm telling you you know same same uh, blood type and uh, bra size of victoria's secret it's oh, a negative so um but it's optimistic because they're half full so you know there you go <laughs> if and if you can't laugh about that exactly then, there you go so
0: Listen! You know. <laughs> listen! All comedians are in, we're all insecure about shit.
1: But you, but it's, you know what? It's it is free therapy. It you know? absolutely because is because you get to tell all your stuff, and it's and everybody laughs about it because everybody's got something. Exactly. You know, and it and you know it. It might be my messy little corner of the world, but it's mine. You're exactly. Right? You know, and you own it. And I and people can laugh about it because you know, yeah. Like I said, you life's messy, and you have to laugh about it because it's funny. You know, well, mm-hmm. it's. It's a a round blue sitcom. It's like, you know, God made this world, and he's like, let's just watch what happens.
0: Let's let's watch. Should should we fix that? No, no, no. Wait. Nope. Hang on. Hang on. That's when the kid goes to stick a penny in the light socket, and you're like, no, no. This could be a teachable moment. It That's
1: is. Fun. It's always a teachable moment.
0: So how long have you and your husband been married?
1: Uh it'll be twenty-six years in November. Get the hell yeah. out of here. Eight of the happiest years of his life. <laughs> and no. No, we uh yeah, it'll be twenty-six years. So congratulations. You know. Well, thank you. You know, marriage is like a boat on the ocean. Um, you know, sometimes it's smooth sailing and sometimes it's real choppy, and then sometimes you want to take the oar and beat him in the head with it. <laughs> so, but it's all good, you know. Was it's he just...
0: was he at the fireworks competition?
1: Uh no, he had to work work oh he had to work but you know it's like yeah, he well was, he was out there saving lives yeah he was saving lives cats out of you trees know and shit. that's yeah because that's what they do you know that's running around do. with bunker pants on just petting kittens you petting know kittens, that's what they do making calendars oh that's what on. they do yeah. all the time yeah. you know
0: how's he how's he <sighs> with the whole stand-up thing though
1: um you know <laughs> he's, he's okay he's he's really oh. okay no he's okay with it i uh the the big thing honestly the 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 thing that I was worried about when, um, when my friend was like, Hey, you're going to do it for the ladies auxiliary. You're going to, I, um, I didn't want to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. You know, I do enough of that in daily life. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, em- I, I didn't want to embarrass him in front of his, uh, his colleagues. And right. cause he's a, he's a battalion chief at the fire department. Oh, wow. So, okay. You know, he, uh, but I just didn't, I didn't want to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. Um, I will embarrass myself. However, I didn't want to embarrass Oh, yeah, you fair game. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so, you know, and people, I, uh, you know, I talk about, um, I talk about my marriage. I talk about my kids. But, you know, I I don't really, I don't say things to to put him down. Oh, um, cool. But, you know, I think he. You're better than me. I think he, well, psh, no, I'm not.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> just
1: want to keep daddy happy. Just, <laughs> um, but, uh <laughs>
0: I let, yeah. I let anyone i have ever dated know. It's like, you understand? Yeah. You're fair game. So just, you're
1: just, you're, just, you're the Taylor Swift of comedy because you'll write a joke about it? Okay. Apparently.
0: Yeah. No, You are the second person to make that joke about me. I was doing a show at, for, at the Funny Bone a few weeks ago for the Humane Society with a couple of folks from L.A., and we were on the Fox 45 morning show, now the Dayton, cool. the Dayton 24-7 morning show. I work there. I have pull. Uh, <laughs> hey, and, whatever works. And they brought me on, and they were asking me, you know, like, uh, you know st- stuff I talk about and I talk about how like I've been single for so long that now if I get a girlfriend my comedy career is over <laughs> and the and, and Chris, uh, Kristen Cornette who was the anchor interviewing her, she was like oh she like Taylor Swift comedy and I was like sure I guess that's fine. <laughs> Just because she said
1: don't piss me off or I'll write a song about right? it.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. My best friend is like the biggest Taylor Swift fan so I always have to like Every time she gets excited about something Taylor Swift does, I have to be kind of going like, that's so great.
1: Well, I will Karina, tell you. Great
0: for you. I'm I
1: <laughs> I did. I saw her in concert with my daughter a few years ago. Mm-hmm. She does put on a really good concert.
0: My my mom and dad, uh, this is when I was in college, went and saw her and said it was a hell of a show. She's pretty amazing. Yeah, she,
1: I will say. You know, I, I'm not, I, yeah. not in the Taylor Swift fan club, but, you I mean, know, she went mm-hmm. not a Swiftie. <laughs> But uh, no, she is a pretty good concert. Yeah, she did pretty good.
0: I, I ne- I've never once said the girl is not talented. It's just no, not she's not my cup of tea. N- I, I me listen neither. To, yeah, I listen me to Slayer neither. and Metallica. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. the
1: world's
0: biggest Jewish Priest fan here. All right. So, um, you're 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 young into 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 the stand up world. Do you have any idea of like uh like a sort of, you know co- comics like to set goals for themselves, whether they be long term or short term? Do you have any anything in mind as far as some kind of goal you're trying to hit, or are you just feeling still feeling it out?
1: I I think it's really fun. Um, I any opportunity that I have had that people have contacted me and said, "Hey, you know, we've got ten minutes here. We got if you want to come, I will take it." Mm-hmm. Just because I, um, I I I think it's fun, and I think it's a great compliment when somebody contacts you and says hey you know heard you um you know why don't why don't you come here and da, da. um even i i had a couple people that um instant messaged me after the fireworks competition and said hey you don't know me but i heard you and i thought you were funny and wow, that's the greatest thing in the world you know so i have one fan yeah it's so exciting and um but you know that that's that's pretty awesome that makes you feel really good because you think oh my gosh you know oh
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: oh my god um <laughs> you, like, you me. like me you, you really, really like, like me oh my god and i didn't even pay you and, you uh, love me. So great. Uh, and i'm not related to you <laughs> um you know so but yeah so i mean any any time that somebody has said hey you know um i did i uh one of my friends asked me she's like hey um i'm involved in this uh cancer survivor fundraiser will you come and do some comedy mm-hmm. i'm like well yeah i will sure and uh because yeah so i uh that and then um our my church is uh really active in, i don't do you guys have family promise here in your churches have you heard about I, that program I
0: don't, I don't go to church oh, well it doesn't <laughs> do, have you heard i've of, not heard of that okay before, no. <laughs> so in lima
1: we've got a uh we've got an organization called family promise and okay. so homeless families um they can get into this program and if they're trying to get housing they uh they can stay with churches who are in the in the network for a week at a time okay um before they they find their housing and um, So, uh, they did a fundraiser, and one of my friends is involved in that. And she's like, Hey, do you want to come and do jokes at the Family Mm Promise Dinner, which was at a church? And so I'm like, Well, sure, I will. And well, how much do you cost? I'm like, I'll donate my time. You know, I don't, you know, so the, you know, so things like that. I I am happy to donate my time. It's like, Well, you know, sometimes you, but you got to be careful because you get what you pay for. And, I might be horrible, so <laughs> y- we don't know. You know,
0: but you said you've um, done this before. Yeah. Well, you didn't yeah. pay me. You're fine. But
1: <laughs> luckily, you know. So it, I, I've been lucky that it's you know, it's uh, I've had some great opportunities mm-hmm. to do stand up, and I, you know, it's been it's been pretty well received so far. Um, so you know, I, um, it's it's just really really fun, and sure, I think it would be. I I would love to. Um, I, I would love to to uh, have more of a presence and have some more more bookings and but it's you know it's just so much fun to get get a spot at Wiley's and go there on on Mm -hmm. Saturday or Sunday nights and so you know I'm trying to find some other places around um, yeah you know within a couple hour drive and get around and it's just really fun and it's it's fun to meet other people and just you know like I said I feel like when I go to a comedy club it's like a night class Mm -hmm. You know, because you can you can learn from other people and just watch the the timing and the and their mannerisms and and I like the um, we talked before. You know, I'm a the stereotypical 40 uh, something woman who loves the true crime, um, mm-hmm. not because I'm into murder, but I like the uh, I like the psychology behind the I, I like to see how all the pieces go together and I like to mm-hmm. see how how people construct their jokes and I like mm-hmm. to see what's happening. And I like the the writing aspect of that. And, the, and I and I like jokes that are um, that are kind of smart. You know, like yeah. I like the smart humor, the 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 punny ones. That yeah. not a lot of people, you know, that you think either like maybe four people are gonna get it, but they're really gonna get it, and the rest mm-hmm. of the people are like, all right, I just don't get this at all.
2: Right, and that's
1: and that's fine because a lot of the things I write, it's what I think is funny. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know, in comedy, you know, comedy is very subjective. It is so, and it's not you know, not everybody is gonna like all my jokes. And that's fine. Back to life, you know it is. But I, you know, they say, you know, right? Just, um, you shouldn't write for the audience. You should write for for what you think is funny. And I guess maybe that's why, you know, you said that I'm I am myself. Yeah. Because I just,
0: it's just. You're not. You're not. That's the thing. Is like you're not trying to do a shtick. You're not mm -hmm. trying to. Again, you see a lot of these new guys who, and look, you're new. You don't. You don't know. But they're not. They're not being. An audience can tell when a joke is natural. They can tell when it's honest. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want to hear is they want to believe the stuff you're telling. They don't want to hear you just telling jokes out of a joke book. They don't right. want to just telling some yucks. You know, it's Yeah. The the ones that people te- especially nowadays seem that the ones that everyone seems to gravitate towards are the ones that are relatable. Right. And if they and if it doesn't sound like what you're saying, is honest they're not going to relate to it
1: right i mean well i can't get on stage and say well you know i've got 45 swipes on tinder well right. the only way i can pick up guys now is if i'm driving for uber come on <laughs> you know it's like let's let's be real here
0: so uh no i couldn't drive for uber they'd see me pull up and they'd be they'd cancel their their ride as soon as i pulled up i'm like i'm not getting in the car with that guy you you'd kidding? have
1: good music i'd get in the car with you yeah
0: i appreciate that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get in my car my car is itty bitty i don't have a back seat it's I mean, I do. As technically, as a four door. That back seat is for show. It's just <laughs> tons of front space, tons of trunk space, no back seats. Right. Whatever. we well, see
1: that. There's how you can get your, you know, your. I don't know if you have an Uber profile, but you can mm-hmm. say you can get four in the trunk, six of their zip tied. So you know, hey, there you go.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I I spent I spent a week in Chicago or uh, back in April. And I had never been there for like a vacation. Like I had gone through there or gone to one of the suburbs to visit a friend, but I was in downtown Chicago and I was not about to try to drive. And why would you, you know, I parked my car in the gated lot and I Ubered everywhere. And I'll tell you what, Ubering around that city was amazing because, hey, it cost me two bucks. Yes. Uh, there's, there's, there's a driver within 30 seconds of you, no matter where you're at. And the first time I took one and she did some weird Millennium Falcon navigating through that city to get me where I need to go. I was like, I will never survive in this town.
1: If I you have to close your eyes uh, and hold on. I don't know how you drive I, if I lived in Chicago, I would not drive.
0: Six lanes one way and everybody's shifting and tur- uh, uh, no, well,
1: no. and when you know my husband well be, being that my husband's a firefighter, every time I hear the sirens, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the mating call and you look around <laughs> and see what's happening. But I don't know how those fire trucks get through the traffic.
0: No idea. I mean, no that would be awful because I can't tell you how many times I've seen an ambulance or a fire truck coming and I, like a good boy, pull off to the side like you're supposed to. And how many people don't do that? And I'm just kind of like, who raised you? <laughs> and and also, if you're that firefighter, what do you do? Do you hit? Do you just ram them and get them out of the way? I can you.
1: Uh, the, get, your husband, get your husband on the line. We'll, yeah. call, we'll call him right now. Okay. <laughs> light the house on fire. He'll be here in five minutes.
0: <laughs> uh Jody McDermott <sighs> uh, encourages insurance fraud. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I will tell you, firefighters do make the best campfires. They. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. They can light some stuff on fire. I'm sure. Oh yeah. When we. Oh yeah. When we, we used to go camping. uh we had. <laughs> Best campfires.
0: I'm going camping in August. I can't wait. I'm oh. so excited. Yeah, it's to Penzick. Pe- that's right. Penzick. Tell yeah. me about that. Oh man. So Penzick is <laughs> so there's an organization called the SCA, the Society for Creative Anachronism. You don't need to remember that. Um, you know the guys who uh do like the Civil War reenactments yeah. and stuff like that. It's like that, but with pirates and kings and queens and medieval shit.
1: I think that would be really fun. It's
0: it's two weeks in the mountains in Pennsylvania, and I'm a part of a quote-unquote pirate crew, and we dress like pirates and have a campsite, and we live like pirates for two weeks.
1: So you're gonna rape and pillage
0: all kind of shit? Man you know, that's always the first place everybody goes. We're gonna pillage, that's for sure. You're gonna uh, watch rated R movies. Ha, 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 ha. You can edit oh, that man. out. That's fine. <laughs> no, so it's it's cool because our, our actual campsite, so there's campsites and there's like the campgrounds, and then there's what's called town, and that's where there's like vendors, people who are selling instruments, clothing, doohickeys, whatever. There's a whole section of people who do the food tents like there's a lady who her tent is just she makes bread bowls and has a variety of foods you can get in the bread bowls oh and wow it's delicious there's a place from australia that come and they do just like your regular meat and potatoes kinds of dinners that kind of thing but you can just and it's just it's like it's like a small community because it's like eleven thousand people every year
1: and are you gonna go for the two full i go for,
0: i go for one week i don't have that kind of vacation time oh
1: that sounds amazing
0: it's the best it's the best. And then because the week that I go is called War Week, which is another name for drunken party week, because um, there's family week where it's like there's a curfew when they encourage psh. they encourage family friendly activities. War Week is like, look, you're adults. You're on your own. Have to just, nice. You know, don't commit a crime. And if you do, don't get caught.
1: So when yeah. you come back with a patch on, it's going to be because you did lose your eye.
0: It's it's quite possible. Okay. honestly, uh, you know I've you know I've been one other year. Uh, I, I I go with a bunch of friends of mine from from college, and uh, they they go like every year. I go when I can, and uh, you know I've seen people drink themselves to the point where they got to get hauled off to a medical tent. Oh I've God. seen people. <laughs> There's a guy who was literally riding around all the camping areas all day every day on a unicycle with bagpipes, playing the game <laughs> of Th- Thrones theme song on just. It was the best.
1: That, you you have to get a GoPro and just record it I, all. I
0: made I made a little vlog of it the last time I uh. went. They're they're not super on board with that. Uh, cause depending on where, cause one, like they expect you to be like period appropriate. So when you're walking around, like when I went, I didn't have any of like the tunics or anything to wear. I had to go get some. So I'm walking around in a t-shirt and jeans and looking at me like I'm an, like I'm a moron. It's like, look, I, I gotta go buy this stuff. Okay. I'm here to get it. I'll change in a minute. Cut me some slack. But yeah, like I, I had the camera, I had the camera on a selfie stick. and was walking around, and 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 people were looking at me like I was the devil. And I was like, oh. okay, I'm gonna get a couple quick shots, and I'm gonna call it a day because I don't, I, I, oh I don't want to get lynched. Um, oh my god! That's but cr- it's 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 fun, and our camp itself is like, <laughs> it's 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 pretty pretty cozy. It's more like glamping than actual camping. So like we have our tents, but then we have like a dining tent where we got a bunch of those like big white canopies for yeah. outdoor weddings, and we have like gas stoves and and grills and stuff under there. We have running water on the campsite. Oh and um, Yeah, it's great. That's
1: uh, amazing.
0: Yeah. My, our, uh, our, our, our captain, uh, my friend Chelsea, who's living here with her husband right now, the one I was talking about earlier, she took a flatbed trailer and built a pirate ship onto the flatbed <laughs> trailer that you can live in. It's got, it's, it's a, it's a camper ship, like a pirate ship.
1: Oh my gosh. It's the
0: best. It's so fun. I can't wait.
1: That's amazing. That,
0: that pink tub right there next to you, that pink plastic tub on my, all my, uh, all my pirate gears in there.
1: Nice. I'm sad you didn't so wear it. Excited. I
0: I've I have been asked by so many comics to to do a set on stage. Oh please as a do! As soon as I can come up with some fucking pirate jokes, I I've I've thought I've seriously thought about it. I will one of these days. I Actually, these days it I would
1: be better if you just get up there with no explanation and just, and just, and just <laughs>
0: do it. The only reason I that don't want be to do that is there is a comic in town who does do that. And I uh, don't want to steal. I don't want to steal from going off of his shtick. But Aaron Phillips, he will show up to a show in a costume. <laughs> the, the last time I was at Wiley's last year, he walked up on stage in a Gumby costume. Did not acknowledge <laughs> it once. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I love that man so much. and uh, so, so that's the only reason I haven't done that. I thought about doing that, uh, but I don't want I to think I'm stealing his shtick. So.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's amazing.
0: I like to have fun. What can Th- I say? Well, that's good. So here's what we're going to do, Jody. <laughs> okay. Well, we got you on the show. Uh, we are going to do three minutes of rapid fire questions. All right. Now, you ha- have admitted you're a fan <laughs> of the show. Yes, sir. So, so you know how this goes. Some of them are pretty serious. Some of them are kind of stupid. All right. You know, just, just first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Even, even if it's embarrassing, just roll with it. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. In three, two, one. What was the last gift you gave someone? My time. If you were to get rid of one state, which would it be?
1: I haven't been to all of them yet, so I can't tell you.
0: Okay. Uh, who do you admire the most?
1: Um, there are so many people. Name one. M- my dad.
0: Okay. What is your dream job?
1: Uh, to be a writer and a stand-up comic.
0: Morning or night person? Morning. What's one thing you own you wish you didn't? Emotional baggage. Yes. What is your biggest addiction?
1: Uh, Netflix. Netflix binging.
0: What is the thing you are most afraid of?
1: Uh, there are so many things. I don't know.
0: <laughs> what celebrity annoys you the most? Uh, it depends on the day. What <laughs> What nickname did your parents used to call you? Jodster. Wow. (laughs) Speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals?
1: Uh, Speak every language in the world.
0: How long does it take you to get ready?
1: Um, In a fire, 10 minutes. If I want to look presentable, an hour.
0: Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is?
1: very Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah. Invisibility or super strength?
1: Mm, Super strength.
0: Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Absolutely not. Scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? Mm, About a 5. Cake or pie?
1: Um... Well, I am gluten-sensitive, so gluten-free uh, cake and pie both taste like broken dreams, so um, neither.
0: Okay. Do you ever post <laughs> inspirational quotes on social media? Sometimes. Who has it easier, men or women? Uh, men. Yeah. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Not on purpose. Is there such a thing as objective beauty? Yes. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? Absolutely. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable?
1: um oh uh if you don't want to ever be invited back
0: okay would you rather uh, which is cuter a baby panda or a baby penguin oh all babies are cute are lifeguards attractive sometimes do you respect kanye west uh
1: not as much as kanye uh (laughs) respects kanye
0: (laughs) godfather or star wars star wars one minute big dogs or small dogs
1: um big dogs
0: are women complicated Uh, sometimes yeah how often is it healthy to cry
1: as much as you
0: need to. Stale Sour Patch Kids or fresh Circus. Oh, uh, stale Patch Kids! Absolutely. Are rats cute? Yes. Do you know how to salsa dance?
1: Um, I can pretend to.
0: Scale of one to ten, how good are you at wiffle ball?
1: Uh, zero.
0: Have you ever slapped someone in the face? Yes. Favorite type of muffin?
1: Um, again, gluten free are terrible.
0: That's fair do you smell do you like the smell of gasoline yes if you were given an all-expense paid trip to cleveland would you take it well yeah ask permission or beg forgiveness neither would you rather be besties with beyonce or rihanna oh beyonce are dogs people
1: yes would the best eat, ones. would
0: you eat a Dale taquito from speedway
1: not on purpose
0: do you instagram your food never is jimmy kimmel funny yes would you go to a movie alone yes all the time are your grandparents mildly rude Yes. What's the most boring thing ever? Uh, Reading an instruction manual. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Jody McDermott, three minutes of rapid fire questions in the bag. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. This is so fun. This
0: is awesome. So glad we got to have you on. Thank you. It was good to make new friends and then force them to come to my basement and record my podcast.
1: Uh, It's been a long time since somebody in their 30s asked me to go to their basement.
0: I know, right? I know. (laughs) I ask people to my basement all the time. That's that's the thing. So that's awesome. What can you tell me about seriously Jody? Oh,
1: okay. So I found this on Facebook, okay. and I'm not going to let this go. All right. <laughs> okay. So fate, because you know Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So my Facebook name used to be seriously Jody question mark. Okay. okay, And one day I went to get to my account and it was locked because I had to prove that uh, question mark was my last name. Okay. And so uh, they said that I could provide documentation or whatever. And then they would get back to me after it goes to the commission. So I okay. just was like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to put my real name in there. So, um, you know, it was a big, it was a big joke. I made a meme of the, the SpongeBob, uh, tombstone that says here lies jo- Ser- here lies seriously Jody question okay. mark okay so the day after um, the day after I did the stand up at the ladies auxiliary mm-hmm. I did it I was just wanting because my friend was like well you've got to do you've got to do a fan page well I just thought it was so dumb because I'm like alright no mm-hmm. well then I thought it was funny, so I if no if if I don't have anybody that goes to the page, they're just things that I post for myself that I think are funny. So that's that's what it is.
0: <laughs> but I'm not look. I got I got <laughs> I got a fan page of my own. I'm not going to hate it. It's just no. It's just it's, yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's you, you I know I love it. I love see, it because again, it's 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 original well, and it's a, you well.
1: But there are so many times that people are like seriously seriously no, jody that's I, well that's what i'm saying they look at me and they're like seriously jody so you know it is it is part of me that's your, that's your brand <laughs> that it, it that's is my brand. brand you know it whatever so it it just is what it is oh, that's great <laughs> i can't make any apologies and i'm not going to you shouldn't
0: you should never have to
1: Nope.
0: so nope, jody we're we're recording this in july we're releasing this in august do you know at this time what you have going on comedy wise in the month of August?
1: Um, uh, no. Uh, hopefully, back to Wiley soon. Mm-hmm. Um, let, you know, um, I will be the person standing on the corner that's got the sign that says, um, "We'll tell bad jokes for free," <laughs> and um, you know, I I am willing to. I I just think it's fun to be in, included in in things uh, where I can tell some jokes, and yeah, I will. I'll take the opportunities as they come and hopefully make some of my own. And yeah, have you, have it's just really fun.
0: Have you ever done any acting?
1: Um, only if I'm trying to convince my husband how much I did not spend at Target. <laughs> if that's what you're, what you're talking about.
2: Sure. Um, those
1: types of things. But um, no, uh, when I was in, when I was a senior, our class play was fame and I had one line. Um, I was, um, a dancer named Marianne and my one line that I had was I had to walk across the stage and go, you can do it, Marianne, to myself, I was inspirational to myself. (laughs) So... So uh, your reaction is why I've never been okay. asked to get to do any acting. So there I, you have it. I've
0: never seen fame in any well, in any aspect, sta- so. and,
1: and you should not. But um, you know, it was it was 1987. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that was just the high school version of that. Um, I know you did High School Musical as your High School Musical, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. But um,
0: the Beauty and the Beast yeah. 2, Nobody ever remembers that one.
1: Uh, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast
0: 2? No, also. Or Beauty and the Beast, also. Beauty and the Beast, T O O.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay.
0: There's a sequel?
1: That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't know about this.
0: Emma Watson in this one, too? Because woof. Oh. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Beauty and the Beast was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. It was three years old. My mom took me to go see it. So that movie's special to me. Yeah. And with all these live action remakes Disney's doing, they're like we're going to be the Beast, and I'm like, why?
1: You know, the first I, one
0: won an, won an Academy Award. Okay. for Crying Okay, I'm gonna.
1: I I made some people might not. I'm. This is j- solely my opinion. Okay. Nothing original happens anymore. You it's know, happening like, less and less. I know, and it's so sad because you know it's like they're they're you know the rem yeah the live action remakes of all of. Let's just leave that alone and yeah. watch it over and over for the nostalgic value. Yeah. You know, there we need there needs to be new creativity happening.
0: I'm, I'm a push back on on the nothing new happens anymore a little bit, only because well think, I'm talking
1: move the, well, the like I, and, the Disney. And,
0: and, what, and so what I'm saying is like yeah. is like cause I go to the neon, which is the little indie theater right around the corner from Wiley's all the time. Um, there's great stuff happening in independent theater, like independent movies Nobody's going to see them. See,
1: well, and why? Okay, so you know, I uh, I stalked your D M Z movies. Oh shit! Sure. Um, no, they're <laughs> really good. I now, in answer me this: the is Vanishing Point is that like five? Is it only five it's minutes? Five
0: long? Five minutes long. So the reason I wanted the rest of the story. It's five minutes long. So 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 <sighs> what? A lot of so I the later university, the school I graduated yeah. from, they do a five minute short film festival contest every year. And so that's what I've been doing those for originally. Is it's a good excuse for me to power down and actually yeah. make something. So it's only five. Monarch is twenty something minutes long. I w- yeah, I saw it. I I cut it down to five minutes and submitted it to the festival because
1: I I saw the live or I saw the whole the thing, whole thing. Okay. on the yeah and it, yeah. and then um the cross at the gem.
0: Yeah, that's but, the first one I yeah. did. That one's kind of like Monarch is technically a sequel to it. Across the Gems more of a documentary, and that one was kind of a bittersweet one for me to make. And then I just, but I, I like, I love old black and white. I noir do too, detective and that, that's shit. why I liked uh,
1: Monarch because it's the it's the noir. I it. I, yeah, it's and great.
0: I because my favorite film of all time is Blade Runner, and and that's why like in the opening scene of that movie, I'm watching Blade Runner on TV because I was watching it a lot while, like, you know, doing the voiceover stuff and going for the, the, the hard-boiled mm-hmm. detective shtick. Yeah. And, um, you know, th- I, I want to do a third one that's, like, feature-length and, like, now that I actually have, like, a decent crew because that's the other thing is with Cross the Gym and Monarch, all of me. I did all the filming, all the editing, all the writing, all the directing, all the acting, and it was just like I don't want to do this anymore. Well, see, well, here I'm gonna—I'll
1: throw this out there to you because you—you you yeah. saw how great I was at my monologue. If you need like a dead body to lay in a chalk mark, <laughs> I'm your girl because I'm triple threat. I can't act, can't sing, can dance, but I could lay there. But and, you can play you dead. Know, I could play dead. You can play dead. And you, can, so. you, can
0: make, you can make it funny too. <laughs> yeah. You could find a way. You could find a way to make it. funny. I,
1: I could do that. So. Yeah,
0: well, but... dude, I pre- see. This is the first time I've had somebody on the show who like I'm gonna stroke my own ego a little bit here. Someone who's like been a fan of my shit for two weeks, and I'm just like, well,
1: it's weird. But <laughs> I,
0: I don't I don't take compliments well. Maybe that's the depression. Well, I don't know, but, <laughs>
1: but I, it's it, it's hard for me too. But yeah. I, you know, it's like when I I like um I I like to be around creative people, mm-hmm. and when I you know because you, you, I. think I think did you friend me on Facebook? Oh yeah, before I friended you. Yeah, okay.
0: I, um, I I got home from fireworks and added everybody who was okay. on the show. Okay, all right,
1: because so. I and I there were a few people that friended me too, and then I friended some other people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm, yeah, but you know, it's it's. I think it's. I consider it an honor when people like com- when the other com- the comics have friended me on Facebook. That makes me feel good. It does. Um, you feel like you're then, part of the community. Yeah. And so then you know you start to scroll through people's pages, and then I you know I saw that you had the podcast, mm-hmm. and I I listened to it, and I thought, oh my god, this is because I you know when we talked about this. I you know I like to I listen to all different kind of podcasts, mm-hmm. and so in this I just I really like the way that you hold a conversation. You know, and and you're in, you're an interesting person. I mean, look Aww. at all the stuff that you've done. I mean, that's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, but look at you. Oh. You're a wife with two kids, and you decided one day, you know what? I got a thing I really want to do. I'm gonna go do it. Well, so many people they get like they they, they turn 30 and they just stop giving a shit. They stop trying new things. They stay they're like, oh, I'm past the I'm past the point of adventure.
1: Well, yeah. but you know, it's like when you. Okay, this is this is the Mike and Motherhood podcast. Okay, here this we go. Is, we're on. We are on uh, like NPR. This is the Mike Motherhood podcast. <laughs> um, you know, you as a as a female, which you cannot relate to. No, I cannot. Um, but you know, you go from being somebody's daughter mm-hmm. to then somebody's wife, and then somebody's mother, mm-hmm. and then you know, my kids now. I've got one. Uh, our oldest just graduated from college, and our youngest just graduated from high school, mm-hmm. and so then it's like, all right, well. I am trying to figure out who I am again, okay. because, you know, it, it's like, all right, well, you know, nobody needs me to pack their lunch anymore. Nobody needs me to help them do their homework. I, you know, I make a kick ass Valentine's box. Nobody's going to need me to do that anymore Aww. this year, you know. But, um, you know, so it's like, all right. So now I can get back to finding finding the things that I'm interested in doing. And, you know, and I not that I couldn't do that when my kids were younger, but you know, that there's so much that goes into parenthood. You got to, you know, You're, you
0: got um, to You got to adjust the priorities. Well,
1: yeah. So the thing, you know, you, you kind of not put yourself on hold, but you know, the other things are more important because you know, you have sports and school activities and things. And so now that they don't need me, mm-hmm. um, then there are some things that I can do for myself, yeah. you know, and it's fun.
0: Well, that's, is, it's that, fun to that, get back to that. Do, do you ever think that maybe part of that might be... Almost might be generational? Like, you, you know... Do you think that maybe they're... Like, you know, in the last in, in the last 20, 30 years, things have changed so much as far as, I think, the way people approach their lives. Like, nowadays, I think people are trying to... Um, they're trying to do that what-do-they-want-to-do thing a lot younger nowadays than they do.
1: W- uh, well... I can't speak to that because I okay. we didn't have our kids till uh, I was 29 Okay, when I had my kids. And, you know, I was doing all those things because I didn't want children's services to take them away from right. me. <laughs> so, you know, have to be a responsible parent. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so I, I was an older mother. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends, um, you know, my I've got some firefighter wife friends that. I run around with and jokingly, you know, there are four of us and I say I'm the Samantha only because I'm the old one. Oh, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's like, I, um, I, you know, it's just a different, my life, to, I I'm in a different chapter of my life mm-hmm. now, you know, sure. because it's like, you know, okay. So the child, the, the hands-on child raising is done. So, you know, they're, not that I'm washing my hands of them because you know I live in Hotel California because they they can <laughs> check out any time they like but they can never they're not leaving no, right now they they're staying go. at home so you know but you know so it, I'm in the fun part of parenting right now because they're they're my adult children and we're having sure, a good time but yeah. um so you know being able to be a little more hands off right now gives me some free time and so that's you know I've been involved in this writing group in Lima um oh, cool. for a couple years and, and it's really fun we've got uh um the Dean of, uh, arts and sciences at one of our colleges there started this group when he took his job and, um, he cultivated this writing community and we've got people from all, oh gosh, all ages, all, all jobs, all demographics. And we all come together once a week and it, it is just, it's so much fun to just go and just be in that, in that environment and cultivate your creativity and, um, and that and that's why I think it's so great what you do is to write. I think it'd be so great to, you know, write movies and, and see it, you know, see, you know, that that's like your, you know, it's like your baby on the, on the, on the oh, screen, yeah. you know, and, and you won an award.
0: Apparently. A, yeah. Here's,
1: here's to Mike Shea. <laughs> I
0: won it's that's on that amazing. Yeah. It uh, it, and the thing I like most about being in the creative space is I just, as the people I've gotten to meet. I have made some of the be- some of my best friends in the world through comedy and through filmmaking um, the, the the young lady whose picture is hanging on the wall right there Aaron had a whopping maybe 20 seconds of screen time in my film but she's she's been acting in in, in the Dayton community for for fucking ever and she but she's become one of my favorite people in the in, in the world. Because I had her on screen for 20 seconds. She came over to my house, shot five lines of dialogue, and, and that was it. But the people I've gotten to meet and like like the crew that I had on the film... Granted, we were friends before we did the film, but getting to work on something together and see it come to life. You know, having Andrew uh, be yeah. the lead in the film and, and for him to win an award uh, in the film. Something where it was just like, we met. He hosted a, a, a charity show I did. I was like, you're good looking and, uh, and, and can read lines well. You want to come fall face first in the mud and get attacked by your demon daughter in your dreams and, 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 and just a Tuesday just, uh, and yeah it was great yeah. I felt everybody that's awesome. everybody came to my house on a Saturday night at 5 p.m we didn't leave till one o'clock in the morning they didn't leave I stayed they didn't leave till one o'clock in the morning that's the thing that people don't be realize about filmmaking is like oh the movie the thing was five minutes yeah that was like two weeks of shit oh my gosh <laughs> to get five minutes wow no it's that's why I like it's why I like being in the creative space though is I get to, I get to meet interesting and fun people well, like I yourself. Think, don't you feel and
1: like they understand you know what the 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 beautiful thing and the terrible thing about being creative is because it's like oh my god I've got to do this and then you hate it while it's happening but then you oh, love yeah. it while it's happening and it's just it's you have to do it and it's just it's amazing when it happens and you know and, and even if you're only writing something for yourself mm-hmm. you know it's like oh I I wrote this and it's just it's so good
0: that's that's whenever I try to show people because I've talked to people about it where they're like you know don't you doesn't it make you crazy when doing everything yourself and I'm like well if you put my film Monarch next to Vanishing Point Monarch is a film where I did everything and there are times where you can tell by the end of the film I was getting lazy because I didn't care anymore (laughs) I wanted it to be over (laughs) with and done as opposed to Vanishing Point where all I did was write and direct and all
1: yeah. that's like a just don't s- ever <laughs> but still
0: it's like I mean I did the editing too, but other people acted, other people yeah. did props, other people did the shooting and the camera angles, and I was able to just step back and focus on the things I wanted to focus on, and it made me feel a lot it made me hate it a lot less by the time it was done. I had more fun doing it, and so
1: that's so cool that's, yeah. That is so cool.
0: How have we turned this around to being a talk about me? We're supposed to be talking about Huh? You know? But, <laughs> shh.
1: Conversation. I, Conversation. I know.
0: But, so mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's yeah, being, 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 being. When you, when you talk about being in a writing group, and I'm not doing this to make fun of you, but. Oh, there's bring a, it. There's a, there's a film, because I work at a TV station, so we get those syndicated crappy B movies all the time. And we got one from a few years ago called Authors Anonymous. It's got Kaylee Cuoco like okay. in the early days of Big Bang Theory. Dennis Farina is in this for some reason. Terry Polo's in this for some reason, and it's about a bunch of aspiring writers who have like a weekly get together where they like share pages and, but they they're like the douchiest writers <laughs> like like the one guy carries around the tape recorder. Uh, idea for a commercial. Uh, idea for a character named John Everyman, like one of oh, those.
1: No, we um. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So the <laughs> the only
1: rule of uh, the Lima Writers Community is no douchiness. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's. Ah, yeah. Just, ah. No, we have a great we have a great time. We have a great That's time. Fine. So it's a lot of fun.
0: Because nowadays you got stuff like 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 through Amazon where you can do that like that self publishing thing. Actually, I have a friend of mine did that. I have I have her book on my shelf back here, but she wrote it and then just put it into whatever the Amazon thing is, and they mm-hmm. when somebody orders it, they cut one out and. Send yeah. it out, stuff like that. It's it's changed the game. Uh, for the, right, it used to be. I think it used to be. I still think it's plenty hard for creatives nowadays. I think it's just changed the parts of the creative thing that are hard. It used to be hard to get your stuff out there. Now it's right. easier than ever. It's, it's hard right. to get noticed.
1: The thing, um, and I, no, I don't well. You may not. Fun fact about me: um, I do um, I do some freelance editing okay. as well. I've got a couple authors, um, Ray Wink and Jason Nugent, that I okay. do um, I do editing for, and both of them. Um, oh my gosh, they write um, they write so many different genres. But the um, the thing about right the thing about public the thing about writing Mm -hmm. (laughs) whoever you are find an editor (laughs) find an editor (laughs) editor because there are a lot of people that there are a lot of people that Mm self-publish um and don't you know they're like okay well I could edit myself well it's good to have a second pair of eyes Mm. on on a page because um I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. Ah, uh, what do we want to say? Um, very rough. We'll just yeah. put it very rough. Period. Sure. Mm. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, it's. I I'm lucky. I've uh I've got the authors that I edit for are are great writers, and it's very my work that I do for them is very very minimal. But you know, editing, um, writing is there's a a well placed comma, oh yeah, will save your life. Oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know it's the, the oh yeah. So there's, that just it's it's like leggings. Um, just because they're one size fits all does not mean you should wear them out in public. <laughs> um, you know, just ca- just because you can't as, write doesn't as, mean you as should. As a
0: member of the heavy set community, guys, she's telling the truth. Like folks, uh, look, there, there's just, we we know what we look good in. That's mm-hmm. why mirrors exist. That's uh, why every time I go out somewhere, I ask everybody like. Flattering, not flattering. Tell me now, because otherwise I'm going to wear it, folks. Just oh. it never hurts to have somebody else give you. You know,
1: an in a world full of Walmart's, just dress like you're going to Target. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know,
0: it, you know, truly, we we can jokingly call Target Tarjay and it sound fancier. There's no fun way to say Walmart to make it sound fancy. No, you not you at all. just
1: can't. No, you just can't.
0: Nobody nobody goes to Walmart as their first choice.
1: You were right.
0: <laughs> it's just not. You go that's you go to Walmart when you've tried everywhere else. You... Even 5 even 5 below didn't have what you were looking for. <sighs> I love 5 below so much. It, yeah. <laughs> it's a great store. Yeah.
1: Walmart I, <laughs> I I I have to hate on Walmart.
0: Maybe because maybe I'm jaded because I work there. I don't know. Uh, worst job I ever had and I worked at a dry cleaning plant in South Carolina in 110 degree summer. Phew. And Walmart was the worst job I ever.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, had. Uh, I... Mm. Yeah. I I mm. let's change topics. Let's change topics. Let's okay. change topics. So,
0: <laughs> a mother of two uh, adult children. T-
1: yeah. On paper, they're on adult. paper. On paper. Yeah. Legally, <laughs> legally, they're adults. Yeah.
0: How has, and we 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 asked this of of Dusty Harvey when he came on because he, you know, in the he's, time that I've known him, he got, got married and had a baby. daughter, and so having a child. Because he was a comedian before he had the kid, there was opportunity for his approach to comedy to change because having a child, being a first time dad can shift your perspective on life. Mm -hmm. How has being a mom, especially to older children, like how has that shaped like what you do with your stand up or just as far as what you because you mentioned you're at that point in your life now where they're a little more hands off. So you're figuring out you're figuring yourself out again. Right. Right. How has your experience as a mother kind of played into that, though?
1: Oh my god. Well, oh well. I've had, <laughs> I've had, tw- twenty years of experience. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, oh god. The, <sighs> well, one of one of my jokes is, you know, like, um. I Now that my kids are out of high school, I don't have to worry about homeschooling anymore. Like, you know, I didn't want to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be good at homeschooling because Dora the Explorer would be my Spanish right. teacher. <laughs> um, can't do home ec because the best thing I make are restaurant reservations. Um, you know, with two children, if you're going to have a marching band show, all you can make is a colon. <laughs> um, you know, things like that. So we, you know, talk about all the things about PTA meetings and you know, now or it's it's changing a little bit. So, you know, oh, there's you know, it's just it's just like a glorious minefield of all kinds of wonderful things that you, you all you have to do is look around. You can find yeah. something funny about everything. That's great. It's perspective. You know, it yeah. you can look at it's either, you know, you look at the glass It's either half full or half empty, you know, and, you know, it's everything is perspective. You know, it it can either be wonderful or terrible. It's the eyes that you look out of,
0: you know, that's true. We're getting deep here today. We are deep down, deep dive. Yes. Deep dive. We're getting deep as I've got a a cartoon character plushie staring at me on my desk. That's right. Cat stickers over here because my sister's you know sixteen but still very much five. Oh, uh, I love well, my sister. Well, we all are. It's true. Oh no, trust me, I still watch cartoons. I don't care. You watch cartoons? I still watch cartoons. Psh,
1: well, why wouldn't? You? What's your fave?
0: Uh let's see, there's not a lot of good ones on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's one that my brother and sister got me into on Cartoon Network called uh something something in the world of Gumball. <gasps>
1: oh little, yeah, I remember that. Blue
0: bunny and an orange. It's, yeah, I, I know what you're talking it's, about. It's Dumb and ra- it's, it's, it's the kind of humor I'm into right now where it's a lot of just random stupidity. But I, because like with, with movies, I tend to go for the deeper, heavier mm-hmm. shit. And so when I'm watching something like a cartoon, I want something dumb that I can That's, turn my brain off to. Yeah.
1: And I, you know, and I find myself, I, when I, I, I can't go to movies now that make me I, I don't want to see romantic movies that I don't want to see like things that tug at my heart. I want to be either scared or mm-hmm. I want to laugh my ass off Absolutely. You know, I want to be I want to be taken away from the world. I want to be totally entertained. so when I that's what I go for you know I like a really good psychologically twisty movie that blows my mind in the last two minutes you know I like oh, I love those movies you see hereditary. Uh, not yet.
0: Hereditary, <laughs> not yet. I will never be able to unsee Hereditary. See, the, it's my, very good, but wh- it.
1: When you asked me, me, you know, you know, would you go to the movies by yourself? Yeah, I, I almost have to if I want to see the movies that I want to see because oh. some of my friends don't have the same movie taste yeah. that I do. So if I want to see. You know, and a lot of time, my husband likes to watch the movie. He, he's not much of a movie guy either. You know, he, he'll he watch a movie at home. But to go to the theater, I I almost prefer to go to the movies by mm-hmm. myself because if it's, I, I feel like, um, sometimes I feel like if I invite somebody to do something, I'm in charge of whether they have a good time or not. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> so not wrong. It's mm. like, oh, so if, if they hate it, it's all my fault. Yeah. You know, I don't. Again, again therapy fodder you know my therapist is like girl let's write this (laughs) down um so yeah i so i like to go to the movies by myself so if i if it's something that didn't that i didn't like then i'm the only one to blame True. yeah but but also you know i like to go see the movies that are kind of twisty and so i'm i'm fine going by myself so yeah that would probably be one that i would need to see myself
0: it's a fucked up movie. It's beautifully made, but there's some stuff in that movie you see where you're just kind of like, "I'll never unsee that." I will. I will just randomly think of that at some point in my day.
1: I'm gonna have and to. It
0: go away. It's a fucked up horror movie, but it's good.
1: Okay. I've been I'll watching a lot
0: them. of. We- I'm not much of a horror guy to I, begin with, but
1: I I don't like the. Um... Well, you know, I grew up in the '80s with, well, the what was it? When a stranger calls, the yeah, original one. Yeah. That is when I saw that movie, I instantly stopped babysitting.
0: Oh, for, oh, yeah.
1: Never been. I. Yeah. It's like
0: Jaws. Jaws <laughs> ruined beach vacations I, <laughs> for everybody.
1: Jaws was the reason why I never learned to dive at the YMCA.
0: Yeah. Oh, I ne- yeah.
1: I never passed the little minnows swim class because I was afraid that there was a shark going to be a shark at the bottom of the pool. Very real fear. Friday the Thirteenth so ruined that. camping. Um, I. Friday the 13th Camp Crystal Lake Looks like the church camp That we went to So I was slightly terrified Not of being Not of going to a religious cult But scared I was going to be hacked up
0: Pre 1980, all the kids are like, "I want to go to camp. I want to Yeah, go to but camp. you know what?
1: I didn't have to worry about it because you know I'm not very well endowed. I don't run through the forest in a bikini. I don't, you know, didn't make out yeah. with anybody. So I, I was going to be fine. In danger
0: if you're getting laid at these that, camps. Psh, and psh,
1: I was ten. Never yeah. did. You know, so
0: everyone's always like, "Would you survive in a horror movie?" Yeah, I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm not having sex with anybody. I That's
1: leave fine. my shirt on. Yeah, all the time. Nobody's going to kill me. I never me. leave
0: my cabin. I just Mm-mm. I sit around and mind my own business. And, and I hear a strange noise. I don't go investigate it. Yeah. <laughs> hell no what's what's wrong with these people it's ridiculous well, anybody hold, okay the is out but i'm gonna get naked and go take a shower
1: nope <laughs> sorry i'm gonna get in the car and lock the doors <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, my, oh and
1: i'm michael myers the the original horror movie oh, okay so that oh, movie man. i i was 10 i think i was 10 when that came out mm-hmm. all right so i was supposed to spend the night at the it was a church Halloween party. Okay. I was supposed to got canceled, so I was supposed to. I was spending the night with with this girl um, who was my friend from church. Okay. Well, her parents went away, and her older sister and brother took us to the movies, and we went. They took us to see Halloween. Oh boy! And it was a packed theater. We had to sit in the front seat, very front row. Oh no! I had never seen a horror movie before, and so I. Holy shit. So, you know, we go... And I am traumatized, you know, from the very first scene in that movie. And I think I was so scared because, you know, when I was 10, all the scary movies... Well, I had never seen a scary movie, but I think it was so scary because you think, okay, the bad guys only come out at night. This is the first... I mean... Shit, she's looking out. She's looking out of her high school window, and he's standing there on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. It's like th- that's the first place that I learned that bad guys come out during the day. Oh yeah. And my maiden name is Myers. Oh, that's so. Funny. I went to school, <laughs> and i like, "Ooh, Michael Myers is your brother? He's gonna." I don't have a brother. So you know, so we go home. At, we go home to their house after the movie, and they had a double bed, and I wanted to sleep in the middle. And they wouldn't let me sleep in the middle. So I had to sleep (laughs) on the edge and I'm laying there and, you know, it's time to wake up. And I opened my eyes and their brother's face was like right, scared me to death. I slept in my parents' bed for a month after that. I still, as an adult, I want to watch that movie because I feel like, all right, I'm almost 50. So I really need to conquer this fear. But I'm afraid. I spend so much time alone when my husband's working at night um, that I I don't know if I can watch it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a big chicken, but that movie it scared me. And I, yeah. you know, I don't want to watch any of the remakes of it. I, and everybody's like, "Oh, you need to watch it." So
0: I. The I, new one was good because the new one was pretty good. But it, it was it was very reminiscent of the original. I just so I was just so even I was in the theater. It was like a Tuesday afternoon by myself, but it's pitch black in the theater. And then at one point in the dark, you hear his. His like heavy breathing. And I was just like, where the fuck oh, is he? God. Where the fuck is he? No, uh-uh. I'm a grown man, but no, oh. no, 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 <laughs> no. Well, my husband,
1: he, and he thinks all my family thinks it's funny to scare me. And so oh, I, <laughs> I hope that he has really increased our life insurance because one of these times, those three people that live in my house are going to give me a heart attack. Oh, no. They think it's hilarious <laughs> to scare me. I mean, we, we went to a Halloween party a few years ago and he, he had a, a hockey mask, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and I was in the shower one day, you know, washing my hair, open my eyes, and he's got his face in the shower with the hockey mask oh, on. Jeez, scared me to death. So I hid the hockey mask, of course. <laughs> um, but they all think it's so funny to scare me.
0: Uh, and uh, um, I'm terrified of clowns, and everybody thinks that's the funniest shit. So any chance they get, that's here's a picture of a scary clown. No, no, it's not funny. No, it, it's no, not funny. It's
1: not funny. The
0: two times in my life I've had a panic attack, it was clown related. Let's not. Let's not do this.
1: (laughs) I will say, I um, my parents are big. They were big Stephen King fans when Mm -hmm. I was growing up, so I did. I think I, uh, well, okay. So you asked me one of the things I'm afraid of. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about this then. I don't like to be in the pitch black in public. That scares me to death. I don't like. um, I read. A lot of Stephen King, when I probably shouldn't have, when Mm -hmm. I was, you know, steal it off the bookshelf, and so, you know, I think that's why my imagination is kind Mm -hmm. of crazy. Um, I love the new, the remake of it.
0: No, I will not see it. It's
1: it's the Goonies for this generation. I've heard it. It really is. It's very good. And I thought, you know what? I Pennywise, Tim Curry freaked me out. He's the reason I'm scared of clowns. um, That's his fault. The new guy. (laughs) Scarsgard. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I. I don't know. Well, the difference is
0: is Tim Curry's it was his Pennywise was a legit clown. The new guy is just some demonic looking thing yeah. in clown makeup. Yeah. So that was kind of what made Tim Curry's so scary was that it could be any clown. Right. You see, you see Tim Curry's clown. If you're not afraid of clowns, you're gonna be like, oh, cool, a clown. False Ooh. sense of security, you're dead. Yeah. You see the new one, you're like, well, I'm not going anywhere near that thing. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like seeing a beehive in the woods. Okay, well, I know not to mess with that mm-hmm. when I see it. So, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But it's, I, if you can, if you can get beyond the clown, if you can get beyond this clown, mm. I, it, it is, it's like the, it's like, you Stranger Things fan?
0: I just started watching it for the first time. So I'm, <sighs> again, I'm the Goonies. It. it's know. the
1: Goonies of our generation. Well, I mean,
0: the very first episode opens with the kids playing a game of D&D. So it's I'm like, oh, I'm so, in, I'm on board. <laughs> uh, it's so good when
1: you get to the end of the season. Okay it's so good
0: I hope so because I like David Harbour um, I didn't like him as Hellboy but I like David Harbour a lot as the sheriff so, he's yeah. he's a
1: great character there are a lot of great characters I'm so
0: glad that. Winona Ryder's trying to make a comeback too I know because she I liked Winona Ryder and then she just went away I know. Well, you get caught shot with in a Sears, and I guess well, that kind of Well, You
1: know, but, but think of uh, it's like Robert Downey Jr. I I have always loved Robert Downey oh, Jr. I know. Loved him the weird science. uh less than zero. What, loved those the first movies. First thing
0: I ever saw him in was uh was US Marshals with Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. I love I love because it's the sequel to the fugitive, and I love those movies so much. And he's in that he just plays like some douchebag uh FBI agent. I was just kinda like I like this guy. I just <laughs> I, love I love him. him. I know. and he's he just seems like he's
1: a good he's a good human.
0: You talk about you, you talk know. about hitting rock bottom and then and then getting yourself well, that, a good place, that's a
1: success you know. story. And I it and is. I do like that when there was some I, I don't know who, there was something on Facebook he really, he got back in somebody's face about they oh, so wanted to bring up interview. his past. Yeah, and it was, you know it was what? when uh,
0: the first Infinity War came out, some guy kept bringing it up and he's like, I- I'm not God, talking you know, about
1: this. And it's like when people dredge up things about celebrities that are dead, just let them yeah. let him be dead. You know, just yeah. don't, it is what it is. he. You know, he struggled with his demons. He won, you yeah. know, and he look at he's he's a he's a great he's a brilliant actor. Yeah. Brilliant. Actor. Everybody's got their bad times. Yeah.
0: And now he's, you know, now that he's he's at Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Endgame. Now he's, you know, done with the Marvel stuff. And he, what is the first thing he says he's going to do? I'm going to go work on. He's going to go do like a bunch of big charity stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. So you played Tony Stark and now you are Tony Stark. Yeah. Good for you, man.
1: Amazing. Yeah. It's good stuff.
0: I love stories like that. I do too. Well, hopefully someday you and I can have our own fall from grace and then and then return to glory story. We can. Oh, I'm in it. You're in. It. I'm in it. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jody McDermott, the folks can find you now. Is the seriously Jody uh, page still active on Facebook? Oh is that yeah. Something you're still messing with?
1: Oh yeah, it is. I, so if
0: the folks want to know what's going on with you, they can go to check that out. Yep. So, guys, make sure you go Facebook.com slash, I got it right here, Facebook.com slash Seriously Jody. Make sure you check out wherever Jody's going to be performing at. Go see her. Go laugh at her jokes. Even if they're not funny, just laugh at them. It's fine.
1: Yeah, please.
0: Actually, don't do that. If if they're not funny, don't laugh. She's got to learn. Don't
1: laugh. It'll be awkward for everybody.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be the only, because me, I'll laugh at anything. (laughs) So, whenever a comic's telling a bad joke and I'm still laughing at it, that's usually that warning of like, well... Okay, so if only Mike's laughing, it's probably not that funny. It's mm. it's like
1: when you hug and you hang on just a little too <laughs> long, just makes <laughs> just it a little, a little awkward. awkward. Just, I do that yeah. shit on purpose sometimes. I do too because it's fun. It's it like just... it's like it's like
0: I'm establishing dominance. <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> I know. I I'm This is why we're friends. This
0: is why we're friends. friend yeah. we we are lifelong friends now. It's like that scene in Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends?
1: We did. Yeah. Keep your sack off my drums. <laughs> I love that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jody McDermott, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Thanks Mike. Thanks for being the first guest on this new show. And it is
1: a pleasure to be nominated.
0: Uh, especially <laughs> we will have to get you back on again sometime soon and hopefully Thanks. share the stage with you again. Before I hope away. so. Hopefully. Hope so. All right, guys. That is it. That is the first episode of the Basement Lounge. It's uh it's it's in the it's 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 I don't remember the clever saying I was gonna go with. It's done. It's over. Make sure you guys check out plenty more. Go on Facebook.com slash Basement Lounge Pod. You can check me out online, www.Facebook, www.mikeshacomedy.com. I've done this before, (laughs) I swear, and get all the info you guys need there. Until next time, live well, take care, rock on, and bye bye